0: welcome to you can smooch though so, the podcast where we talk all things boys love and other related items i'm your host lullaby aka danny the exoplanet wasp 12b traps 94 percent of visible starlight that falls into its atmosphere disclaimer there'll be spoilers in this podcast as we will be talking about series in depth
1: please proceed with caution today my guest is hi i'm hail cakes otherwise known as also danny woohoo <laughs> I do art on the side, but today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite spooky BLs. Yeah, spooky spoops. However, I do want to give a little tidbit today because I found this out today. So yesterday, 20 years ago, was the first ever um, <laughs> fanfiction written for Sasunaru, one of the original BL ships. So I wanted to <laughs> point that out and be like, it's 20 years, baby. <laughs> 20 years, let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah. It was posted on, I believe, fanfiction.net before the oh American gosh. adaptation ever came out. Before the anime yeah. was released. So that just shows the dedication of that ship. Yes. <laughs> the beauty and of sus. I feel like it's one of the founding fathers, too. It's like one of the founding fathers of, like, shipping. Yeah, shonen,
0: shonen shipping. You know, the power that ship mm-hmm. wants. <laughs> it's a very powerful ship. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh sorry i didn't i purposely
1: didn't tell you that before we recorded because i was like "Ooh, no
0: that's good no that's good it's good for me to know too i need to be educated uh, as well so sometimes yeah (laughs) man i know but uh we're bringing it in bringing it in real good this episode Yeah. yeah so today's episode we will be talking about as danny mentioned uh, our favorite spoopy
1: BLS. Ooh. Spoopy. Ooh. So um, even though Halloween's past, that's okay. It's always time
0: for spoofs. <laughs> twenty four <Yeah>. seven spoopy. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Danny and I. Danny and I love like spoopy, like horror stuff. Yes. So we're always like twenty four seven spoop spoop-o-thon kind of vibes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or spoop-a-thon vibes. Uh, when I first talked to Danny about uh about the uh podcast uh we had discussed the spooky love tale of gong chan sol and i was just like okay let me get on it so (laughs) i guess that's a good good uh launching pad to go with right would you like to tell the people about
1: it (laughs) yes so i okay so As much as I, like I said, we really love spooky stuff and that kind of thing in the horror genre, um, I'm also very weak to things like gore and that kind of stuff. So this, at first, I actually avoided this Mm VL. Like, I avoided it greatly because um, just from the like cover alone, it's like, it could go one way or the other. It really could have. It could have went full, like, Mm -hmm. this is a horror manga. Like, it really could have. And I finally gave it a chance and I'm so glad I did because it is... It's basically a rom-com with a little bit of horror.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, spoopy, spoopy rom-com.
1: <laughs> it, it really is. It's, like, I mean, like, within the first few, I, even I think it's chapter one, you get introduced to, like, um, Gongchan, and it's, like, he's getting scared by his cousins, and the way he copes with it is by imagining that Leonardo DiCaprio's with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I so funny, remember, I like, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, I, yeah, it is. It's like, and, and that's what I enjoy, too, is like, because I know with some BLs, it's like, one of the huge, like, complications is the character, like, one of the characters realizing he's gay. Mm-hmm. And with this one, it was just like, he was like, oh, no, I'm, I've always known I'm gay. I'm in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's like, bro, I got and you. he gets me through all my <laughs> yeah. issues. And I'm like, that's honestly very on brand coming from somebody who's not straight as well, it's, like, very on-brand, like, oh, that's why I was obsessed with that <laughs> actor or actress. You're like, oh, it all
0: makes sense now, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's just very enjoyable, and then, like, it's... It's just so fun, too, and you, like, you really end up liking the characters. Like, I don't think there was at any point where I was, like, annoyed by the decisions that either main character mm-hmm. was making. Mm-hmm. Like, y- Youngman is just, like... As our, like, I guess male lead mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. I can call him. Yeah, he's the
0: male, the 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 romantic interest, we can call him that, too. The other yes. male lead.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. He is just someone who's, like, he's not interested in romance. He's always said, like, I think one of the things he points out is, like, oh, no, everyone's always always likes me. He's like, I'm always the object of interest. So mm-hmm. I just figured you'd like me. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually true, but Gong Chan doesn't want to admit it. He's like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> But like yeah, it's it's just really like you really end up liking him though because you see how he discovers like, oh crap, I really do like Gong Chan. And like, even though he calls him Bong Chen and he's like, nah, that's yeah. what I'm gonna call you. Yeah. <laughs> it's an affectionate name. And it's and it's like, it's is it really though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, what makes it spooky outside of them just discovering like they're them liking each other and stuff like that, is like basically Gong Chen is an author. Because this is also how he copes with his um, phobia of just, like, anything scary. Mm-hmm. And he writes these horror novels or that are based around his apartment complex and, like, different situations like that. And lo and behold, guess who's living underneath him? It's Young Min. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Young Min is all of a sudden being affected by these stories because they are being basically brought to life mm-hmm. as this, as he, um, Gong Chen continues to write and post these chapters online. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what brings them together because of Gong Chen's over-imagination. He's walking home one night, he's like passing by these this trash bag and he goes, what if there was a monster eating that trash right now? Like how scary <laughs> would that be? Which honestly, I kind of found that funny.
0: I really did. Like when I first
1: read that, I was like, boy... A monster-eating trash, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but okay. And then, like, sure enough, all of a sudden it appears. The first time for Gong Chan, but not the first time for Young Min, who happened to be right behind him, and they make eye contact because Gong Chan's freaking out. And Young Min just straight up goes, Ah, oh, you see it too, huh? And then passes out. <laughs> and it's like, that's our first official meeting yeah. between these two. And it's just, it it's so good after that, like... I think that's what I told you about, like to like not spoil it, I was like, Hey, just you gotta read yeah, this. Yeah. You're like, I'm
0: gonna give you the basis and I'm like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that scene was so funny when yeah. I read it. Even though like you had told me, um that as part of the synopsis, you told me about that. But I when I read it, it was so funny. Because it was just like yeah. <laughs> because I can I I can imagine like, you know, if we were to take the scenario into real life, right? It's, like, just walking by. and Like, I, I think about that all the time. Like, where I'm yeah. just, like, man, wouldn't it be funny if, like, a dog just suddenly, like, ran over to me? Like, you know, weird, like, c- scenarios that wouldn't happen, right? I yeah. do think of those things where it's just, like, oh, man, what if a monster just, like, popped out? Ha, ha, ha. And then, like, but, but then for in Gongchan's case, there is a monster eating the trash, and it's quite scary. And then, like, another person yeah. just suddenly goes, ah, so you do see it and then passes out. So now Gong Chan has this random scary monster eating trash and this passed out man that apparently sees the same thing he does. So it's like, it's kind of like absurd too. It's like super absurd. It is. So it's so funny because also Gong Chen's just like, what, what do I do now? <laughs> and no. yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. And um, I, I think it's a it's interesting though their dynamic because like you said young min is like a like a very what's the word i want to say he's a straightforward person for the most part i think that's like a i think that's the right word um, and Gong chan is like um, he he like he's willing to cope with the things he's afraid of by like sort of putting himself in it right by becoming like a horror author yeah um but when faced with it like so bluntly in actuality he's like oh no i am not really okay and i don't know how to actually cope oh no (laughs) and um another funny thing this is part of like the comedy bit though is that he he, like convinces himself later, right? That he's like, um, he's just like, oh, um, there's no way I can be into young men because I I like Leonardo
1: DiCaprio. Yes, and yes. So it's another. He's like, how can I betray? Leonardo?
0: Yeah, I, I can't be- betray Leonardo. Yeah, I guess it's another. Uh, it's a good example of avoidance, right? Um, he doesn't want to yes. face the the horrors of like the scary things so he's like but Leonardo is there and then it's the same thing with his emotions yes. towards or his growing feelings towards young men where it's just like no 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 no, I can't be in love Leonardo's here <laughs> he's like he's like I only love Leonardo and he even has like a scene where he's just like dreaming of Leonardo <laughs> and he, and Leonardo's like are you are you like over me and he's like no Leonardo no it's like you're the only one <laughs> and it's so funny because he's just like yeah. he's like more he's still just as concerned about Leonardo like the false image of Leonardo Um a lot like at the same level as these like really terrifying like you don't know if they're hallucinatory or real ghosts that he can see um alongside another man that he yes. just met like what a week ago you know and he's still just like but Leonardo <laughs> so that That part of the story is so funny, which makes Gong Chan like a really hilarious uh, main character because he's just so like he's also uh, quite realistic that he's just like, I still have to be concerned with my imaginary, you know, friend here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, even though I'm seeing very terrifying things that probably mean I'm mentally ill or crazy, right? In his mind. Yeah. Whereas like Young Min was just like, I just must be crazy. (laughs) I, you know, (laughs) he's just like, nobody can help me, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, the the cast in uh, Gong Chan, I'm going to call it Gong Chan, Soul, Spooky Love, whatever. <laughs> spooky because it's a long <laughs> title. Um, as long as you get Gong Chan and Spooky. <laughs> Gong Chan and, and Spooky, it's all good, yeah. But like the best friend and the, and the I think he's their cousins, right? Young Min's cousin is the psychiatrist. Yes, the psychiatrist, yes. Yeah, I like their role in the story. Because um, they do serve as like... Because they cannot see till the very end. They cannot see any of these ghosts. Like, yes. um, they're just like, are you sure you guys aren't like crazy? You know, I, which again, like Gong Chan even says too. He's just like, it makes sense like that people would think we're like crazy because no one else could see it but us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, which which makes... Which is why I'm a little... Uh, I'm just going to say it now. I'm a little like unsatisfied with the ending right because yeah it they they were like "Ooh, here's the revelation and then they were like "Ooh, it's the end and you're like what no because um it's very in in the end they basically explain that it's like it is some kind of um not mental illness but like a again if you have you heard of the term folia do vaguely Okay, it's like a in translated uh, the madness of two.
1: Mm, so mm. Uh,
0: it's a it's a Fall Out Boy album title. Also, if you wanted to know that fun fact, but okay, thank <laughs> but um you. yeah, but it actually the the origin of that is actually like it pertains to psychological um, phenomenon where two people will experience the same kind of hallucination, or they will share again. The madness of two they will share the same madness as the other even though there's no real um link right there's no like explanation there's no proof of it because the uh what what show was it there was like a i think a k-drama i watched like a a while ago i think it was called like a um something something love all the k-dramas have love I know, down, but i'm sorry i can't i can't yeah i can't think of it right now it's about it's about mental illnesses yeah. um but basically in in that show they have an example of that where um the both the the wife and the husband experience um they wake up in the middle of the night and they're both experiencing hallucinations of cock, cockroaches crawling on them mm. and um but but in but so they put cameras at night like a CCTV yeah. kind of camera to be like okay we're going to watch you at night to see if you guys are just like making it up right um but they would come to find that yes they they really do visualize and hallucinate like cockroaches crawling on both of them even though there are no cockroaches and there's they they were trying to like figure it out um and it turns out that basically the woman was the the wife was assaulted and um the oh. man uh the husband uh yeah and it was kind of like he was like knocked out while she was being assaulted so um because of that incident they ended up like uh both hallucinating the same thing because uh of course the husband probably feels guilt from it and you know feels disgust for not being able to prevent it and yeah. she feels disgust for being assaulted so um that's probably why their hallucinations intersected despite the fact that they do not share the same brain but they both were experiencing uh, a level of stress and trauma. So that's where like the Folly do comes from. But Folly do is interesting because it's not always like that. Yeah. There's not always a link from what I remember. So that's what I think of a lot when uh, I don't know if authors like do this, uh, if they think about this a lot, but I, I do because um, <laughs> I really like this, uh, uh, that kind of uh, thing. Like when you use like um, actual real diagnoses in fiction, right? Yeah. So I I thought of that where it's like they're both just experiencing madness, right? But um, there is an implication at the end that it was like Young Min had manipulated the situation. Yeah. But I was like, but, but see, this is why I wanted to know, I wanted more expansion because I was like, but what does that mean? Like, what does it mean that he manipulated his own situation? Yeah, it,
1: like. <sighs> Well, and like you said, so basically, I didn't even know it ended until like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that it was continuing because I I didn't scroll down far enough to see the end. So, mm-hmm. But because it was left in such a way where they threw all this. So, so throughout the story, his cousin slash the psychiatrist hints at like, hey, you've got hallucinations. Take these meds, blah, blah, blah. And young Min kind of accepts it because he, he's the only one that's experiencing it. And then he meets Gong Chan, who's like yeah I'm experiencing it, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's it's so weird too because the, like at the, only on the very last chapter, like the last page where we just got done dealing with like the um the inevitable like third party that comes in and tries to steal one of one of the male leads away like that mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. classic, and it's like we just mm-hmm. got done with that, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, so what do you guys think about this? Oh, we all think it's a a group hallucination thing that young men has at first they were like we think it's because he like fell in love with Gong Chan, like at first sight, and then he was over listening, mm-hmm. or like overhearing and listening to him, uh, Gong Chan talk to his best friend about his book. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, they live in the same apartment. It's not strange for them never to run into each mm-hmm. other. But it's very, it, it's still strange that the first instance then of them both having those shared hallucinations is when Gong Chan has his back turned to Young Min and doesn't know Young Min's behind mm-hmm. him.
0: You're right. That would have been an interesting thing, but the way they explained it was kinda like it doesn't make sense,
1: right? Because um It was very it was very like, oh, this is why.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would have been different if um Gong Chen had written like a chapter and posted it that day, right? And then um Young Min read it, and then the ghost that they both hallucinated was the ghost from that chapter, because that's that's actually the um, the running plot is that whenever Gong Chan writes a new yes. chapter, Young Min would hallucinate the ghost. So I was like, that makes sense. But in the first chapter, um, Gong Chan just made up some random ghost on the spot. You know, so yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, that's why it that's why I thought it was something else. That's why I thought it was like, for sure, it was actually ghosts. Because, or at least, like, some kind of, like, haunting in some way. Because Gong Chan didn't create the ghost until then. Like, he didn't pre-create the ghost. Yeah, in that exact moment. Yeah, it was, like, on the spot. It was, like, a on-the-spot commission, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. I want to... I've been looking for the author in hopes that I could get, like, some breadcrumb explanations. But um, some, of, some the only problem with, like, tapas um, originals is that a lot of the authors, um, a lot of these authors are very, like, uh, it's, like, their first story or, like, it's, like, their second story. Yeah. And they're kind of, like, hard to find
1: online. So I'm, like, I can't even get my breadcrumbs, you know. I was just going to say, because, I mean, for all we know, it could they could have just been, like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Because, I, I mean... It just it felt like that. It just felt like they were like, oh, here's the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was gonna even
0: say, um, if I don't think you read Two Mix comics, um, it's another like webtoon site. But on Two Mix, this is very common, um, that it's like there's like a bunch of like stories where it's like they'll have a lot of build up, and then at the very end, it's just like whoosh. And then I'll just be like, "What?" Like the the ending will be really abrupt, and then like really sudden, and then they'll just like explain everything away. And I'm like, "But but that doesn't make sense." And I'm just like, you know, and I'll be very unsatisfied, right? I kind of was like gonna compare it to like um, a two mix comic <laughs> ending, where it's just like a, a really sudden ending, but you got all this information, and now it's like, okay, we're done. And you're like, "But but 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 what do
1: you mean?" what do you mean (laughs) yeah for some odd reason that like brought to mind this old like comic website or like webtoon website that you could just post on what was it called it started with a t2 i think but it was just like anybody could post on like nobody really like went through anything and so what you got a lot of times were just like you got a couple of really good comics Mm -hmm. and then just some or webtoons and then some of them were just like you could tell people did not have like everything written out beforehand. They were just drawing it as they went mm-hmm. along. And which which is sad because like this story is good. Mm-hmm. It was really well paced up until this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like what's so disappointing. <laughs> and it's it's kinda like when you watch a horror movie and at the very end it's like it like you said, it's it's not necessarily a mental illness thing, but they kind of just go like, Oh, the person was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It feels it feels just lazy. I don't know, like like it that's not the twist that some people think it is because um to another, I guess, like horror genre. Do you know like the people who created um Until Dawn and how they just came out with their trilogy and they finally finished it off with their um the House of Ash game? Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. I'm 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 somewhat familiar, but you have to explain you
0: have to explain in depth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: So spoiler alert for the first two games for that, um God, it was like Man of Madonna and then i forgot the second one but basically those first two games out of this trilogy it was like really cool because in the first game it was like literally wendigos and stuff like like not in the first game but in like until dawn it was wendigos and actual like supernatural sh- stuff happening right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they went the complete opposite direction in this one no in this trilogy they were like they were like oh yeah, spooky stuff's happening, this is crazy, you're on this boat, it's all crazy, at the very end, you come to find out it's like gas that was released from like this thing that they unearthed from the ocean that made everybody go yeah, crazy, and so it was just like, it was like, okay that's kind of like, okay you know and then the second game was basically the same thing. Um, this young boy couldn't handle with the loss of his family burning in a fire. So he hallucinates being a bus driver, ends up back in the town where his family died, and then he thinks he's on like this whole trip and young again and like discovering all this stuff, and that he's going back and forth from like um Salem time, like when Salem was happening and that it was just it was just like it was just mental illness again. And you're just like But the third game they <laughs> kind of the third game, they I I think they listened to people because this is the one where they got Ashley Tisdale's to come yes. in for it.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> and and they were like, oh yeah, it's vampires. It's like big bat bat vampire things that are from outer space. Perfect, or something, something like that. that. It was like, yeah, no, that's it. I was like, okay, which is why, like, like, like said, like the people who do not experience this thing in in the story believe it's hallucinations because they don't see any instance of it the only thing they have to confirm is from gong and young min's perspective and it's just like they've been kind of hinting at that but like other than those characters hinting at that saying like that has to be it nothing else proves that Mm -hmm.
0: exactly when it comes to like uh, scary ghosts or like you know um what do you call horror kind of situations it is always like a no one believes me because who would believe me right yeah um it's it's a constant thing in, in horror yes but like in this instance like again oh we think that they're both just like mentally ill and he's just making it up. And like, but Gong Chen has like a reason to be like, I don't think he's making it up because first of all, I can see it. Yes. And second of all, it's like, he even tries to stop it by being like, I need to stop writing. Cause I feel like that's the only way to get them to go away. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's like, he, like he thinks that's the solution because, and if anything, at least he gave it a try, you know, um, to attempt mm-hmm. to stop it. And, like you said it's just like disappointing because you don't get enough of an explanation right yes. i don't i don't know the explanation where it's like oh young men cuz again the implication is that young men realized what was happening and manipulated the situation and i was like that would be interesting if there was more info about it yeah but it seemed more like young men just took advantage of the situation and was like i'm attracted to you i'm gonna take advantage of this situation which which is
1: crazy because that does not time with you it doesn't fit his character up until that point exactly
0: exactly so it's just like there was no hint of it. There was no inkling of it. So I'm just a little confused. <laughs> like you know, again, it's like the one disclaimer. Um, we like this. I I, I really liked the the whole webtoon. But yes. it's just this little this point reveal. The like the again the reveal is not. It doesn't make a lot of sense when they that it the setup doesn't explain the solution. So that's why we're like both really frustrated because we're like. We're confused, like you know. What am I like? Even if we're trying to like, we're supposed to fill in the gaps. Like, what gaps can I fill in? There's like, like a lot of gaps. Like,
1: it almost would have been because, like you said earlier, it's it's basically these manifestations are kind of occurring to like bring the they are bringing those two together. That's what it is. Like, it, mm-hmm. it is bringing these mm-hmm. two together, which in that in itself not bad because I mean, it's, Gong it's a Chan, pretty good though, it's a pretty good plot. Yes, it is because like Gong Chen, like like you said, he. Manifest Leonardo DiCaprio not only to be like Oh you know it helps me with my fears But yes Gong Chan realizes he's gay He's never had a boyfriend though And it, it's almost like Oh why should I get a boyfriend I don't want to you know like haha cheat on Leonardo But it's just like it's because you're scared of the actuality Which is the same thing mm-hmm. as of Being scared of like the things that he writes It's because he's like oh I can write them Because they're not real He's like this helps me mm-hmm. realize they're not real And then all of a sudden hey g- these ghosts are real Guess what? Time to get a boyfriend. That's real too, baby. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, time to face
0: the and reality. S- and boy. <laughs> so
1: I'm totally okay with the supernatural aspect being used for that and being used as like, I guess, a gay analogy. Mm. Like, I'm I'm like totally yeah. okay with that. Or like a
0: metaphor. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, go ahead and keep it like that. But all of a sudden you're bringing in like mental states into it. And I'm like, I'm like, or like the hallucinations into it. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that because I guess I'm like, Min's side is he's never he's never wanted to pursue that if I'm correct in remembering. He's never wanted to pursue that and so he's never really opened up in that way to anyone. Um, Young Min like
0: very much expresses that he's like a person who is like he's like he could care less basically. That's his personality. He's like a person who could care less yeah. about others and the only time he's ever had to care about another person is this situation because he's like someone else is creating the situation and i am suffering from it right so Mm -hmm. this is like the only time like his life has been disrupted that he can't just be um how do i say he can't just be like self-involved and only care about himself basically so um that's a that's another point too with young men and his personality
1: (laughs) yeah which is which that being said it's so weird that he does a complete 180 and become like like with what they were saying they're like oh young men's manipulating the situation that indicates that he's like almost obsessed with gungchan which is like hasn't it, like it's it the story was kind of leading up to you like oh young men realizing hey i care about another person what do i do now you know and not like yeah like i i sort of get like i think there was one instance too where this was it, more realistic in terms of all this whereas like young min realizes he's like if i can't keep him by my side by the time the ghosts are gone because we're figuring out how to get rid of them he's gonna leave mm-hmm. and i don't want that however like which i can kind of see that leading to being like hey like because i think he's like oh yeah i want the ghosts around a little bit more because of that that's why he wants like gong chan to continue writing but mm-hmm. he tells yeah, that to there's he's- a reason. Yeah, he, but he kind of tell he doesn't tell it specifically to Gong Chan, but he's like, Gong Chen, I don't want you to- because he does care. He doesn't want Gong Chen to give that up because he knows he cares about it a lot. So it's like, it's a benefit for him too. So it's not like it's like being malicious, I guess, and he's letting Gong Chen in on it a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I see, I see what you mean.
1: Um, I see what you're saying,
0: I should say. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. um, it's basically it's like, it's both taking advantage of the situation to his benefit, but also it's like- in return, it's kind of like a kindness towards Gong Chan as well. Um and, and that's his that's his uh since he has such a limited capacity for like uh caring for others, mm-hmm. that's like that's as far as he goes like in, in that amount of time. <laughs> so for Young Min, it's a very large step for him to take.
1: I just remembered another thing that doesn't really tie into the whole the whole like um hallucination is what was his favorite meal again? That young man couldn't ah, cook. Um,
0: I, is it like clam stew, or is it it's I clam it's chowder? Clam isn't
1: stew.
0: it? Isn't it B- basically? I'm I'm pretty sure it's clam chowder, clam stew, clam chowder. It's something along those thing. lines.
1: But yeah, and and it's just like it's it's like I guess if he overheard that, it it doesn't make sense why he wouldn't be able to cook it though.
0: Exactly. It's like like um. It's funny because he says, the only thing I can't cook is that. But why is that the only thing he can't cook? See, it's like, there are a lot of interesting, like, tidbits. That um, never got Personality-wise. Yeah, that it's like, if he can cook anything, why is clam chowder the only thing he can't cook? Like, that that's so strange like you know so these little things like you know we we build it up and we think about it and we're just like ooh, like so i wonder if that'll come back later and then in the end they don't come back and you're just you're unsatisfied yeah (laughs) as a whole um the the story is real good again it It deals with um it deals with like how you cope with fear how you cope with um reality how you cope with emotions you don't understand um and psychological you know problems that you might also like not want to you know face head on right yeah um your relationships with others in relation to you know how you are as a person right but it's just oh my gosh the wasted potential of of where it was cut off is just like what probably upsets uh the both of us the most you know
1: so if you just go into it and then just skip the last chapter and pretend it's on hiatus you're fine <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: exactly or you can even read it and be like
1: there's no the end that's no that's just end of season one <laughs> yeah it's because yeah it really it like because when i recommended this to danny as well i was like before this happened it was like right before this happened i think cuz when did i recommend it to you
0: uh i want to say in october
1: yeah but it was like cuz i think it ended up ended on october 13th like you said so it was like uh-huh. just was it that weekend <laughs> did i recommend it to you when it was done maybe I... oh
0: dang that was uh,
1: how how
0: how coincidental i know <laughs>
1: But, um yeah, it's it's really good. And, like, because normally I, like I said, I, I enjoy the, like, spooky genre of, like, BL and stuff like that. Like, especially if, I mean, the biggest one is you got some sort of, like, monster X, X human Monster uh-huh. monster is good. Like, I love a good, like, werewolf or vampire BL. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Always gotta love one of those.
0: To segue to my current spooky uh, yes. addiction. Uh, <laughs> so have you... Have you read or watched um, the night beyond the tricornered window? This is the one I've seen all over TikTok where they get real
1: handsy with each other, ain't it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really popular right now because obviously you know
1: he says something about his special eyes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. He's like he's like I like I want your eyes or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, Mikado is the main character with the glasses. And um, he can see ghosts. Mm -hmm. Rihito, the blonde guy, is like this very... uh, (laughs) He's mysterious, right? Because he's kind of weird. He's like a little um, eccentric and a little odd. And it's very obvious that he has like a kind of like odd uh, social uh, issues. Rihito is like an exorcist, essentially. And Mikado's power allows Rihito to exercise spirits like that, you know? Yeah. Um, because I guess Rijito's like, um, his form of, like, exorcism is different than if... than with Mikado. Um, so, but he meets Mikado for the first time and realizes, like, ooh, he has, like, fancy powers, right? And the first thing he says is, like, oh, I've met my destiny, And you're like, oh, boy, I am in for a wild ride. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, whenever the main uh, romantic interest says that, we're in for a wild ride. It's not like a, you know, there are those series where it's like implied BL. No, this is absolutely like a shonen eye with um, horror supernatural elements.
1: I'm looking at these images on google search and the, the there is not a single one where he, a homeboy's not touching him <laughs> like,
0: yeah yeah so so that's actually part of the <laughs> that's actually part of the story um in order to use this great faded power ruhito has to touch mikado and it's not uh, <laughs> yeah so it's actually like he has to uh it's it's kind of like a a very creepy metaphor when you think about it but in this case because it's like a horror it's kind of like you're gonna feel creeped out rihito reaches into (laughs) this sounds so bad reaches into mikado's soul and Uh uses like this the soul core (laughs) to exorcise spirits and
1: analogies i get it (laughs)
0: uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, there's a lot of uh let me inside you Weep. talk yeah exactly <laughs> and 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 Mikado Mikado expresses that oh why does it feel good and oh, I'm no. just like oh mercy oh, <laughs> and, and Mikado song. but Mikado does express that he is li- like a little freaked out because he's just like I would be yeah I mean he he's kind of Okay, at like at first he's a little bit like okay, fine because he can see that Rihito can get rid of the ghosts and Mikado, yeah, yeah, and Mikado like Gongchan is terrified of ghosts. He has seen them like all his life. It's not like in Gongchan's situation where it's kind of like a oh this just happened. Like Mikado has lived with it since he was a child, and um, oh yeah, and his mother never like you know he he never explained it to his mother because it was just kind of like, how am I going to explain to her that like, I see ghosts, like who's going to, again, who's going to believe me. Yeah.
1: So I'd rather just shut my mouth. Right. Let me make a quick guess then. Is that why he's only wearing glasses for like the beginning part? Cause that's what I'm seeing is all of a sudden he loses his glasses. The glasses. <laughs> um, the glasses um, he says it helps to prevent
0: seeing the ghost right away.
1: Yep. Okay. So that's why I I figured I'm like he's not wearing it after a certain point.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, the glasses do. It's like it's like um Akane from um Hanako. He wears oh. those glasses so that so that he doesn't see anything because he's like I am not interested. I don't want to be interested. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't want to be here. It's like, like it's like that, but but Akane's glasses are stronger.
1: So <laughs> I was just like oh, he works at a library. Very nice. There's like a screenshot with this library behind him. I was like, oh yes, nice, nice. He works at a bookstore. Oh, well, he works at a bookstore. He's he's like, hey, I need a reason to wear these glasses. I'm just gonna work at a bookstore like a vampire working at a blood. exactly. I
0: "I gotta blend in, guys.
1: (laughs) That's so. (laughs)
0: Whoops. (laughs) But um, I love it. I'm I want to read the manga. I just haven't had a chance. I'd actually planned to read it before the anime came out, but you know, life gets to me. I really um, I'm really enjoying it a lot because the romance is secondary and I know not everybody prefers that oh I you have come to the right place because you know how I feel about plot (laughs) 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 yeah you and I are very like we love plot with the BL with the smoochy smooch we
1: like plot right yeah because it's like nothing against like BL that gets like so to speak, right into it, but like, yeah, <laughs> I want to feel attached to these characters, and bonus points if I cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I
0: read BL because I like romance. You know, yeah. I
1: like I like to read romance,
0: whether they're like gay, straight. You know, yeah. if they're romancing in B stars, like yeah, I don't care. Like you know, it's like I don't, I yes. don't really care. I do love variety, right? So whenever they're like really different and interesting plots in bl i'm all about it because i like to spice up my plot sometimes yes. and also like you know because like we mentioned earlier um we love like spoopy horry stuff i was just like this is cool because it's like spoopy yes. bl i'm like that's dope and i know some people have been like like eh, i don't know it's like creepy i'm like it's a horror supernatural it's about like cultists and ghosts <laughs> like you know i'm like you guys yeah. kind of have to like get that this is more so in this series, it's more so like metaphorical than it is, uh, how do I say, um, blunt. I'll just put it yeah. that way. Uh, it's more metaphorical than it is like, oh, we are like, you know, I am highly interested, blah, blah, blah. Um, these characters have a lot more going on psychologically than um, than like your usual romance, right? Yeah. I'll mention this because it's kind of obvious um, and you're, you're going to find it out pretty early in the story. But Rihito um, is really odd. Like, again, he's really odd. And it seems like he ha- he does not adhere to social norms. And Mikado even says, are you foreign? Because you speak Japanese funny. And Rihito's mm-hmm. just like, I was born and raised in Japan. And it turns out he was raised by cultists. So he...
1: That's nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. So he, he is socially inept because he was raised by... Uh, crazy people essentially (laughs) you know he's raised by some very uh crazy people and um he he was kind of uh it's implicated to like you know they all they have powers in this show it's it's implied that he had had um powers since he was young as well like mikado um some kind Mm -hmm. of like supernatural power and so the cultists used that within their own cults because apparently there's like one or two other people right in who had some kind of power ruhito had the strongest power Mm. so content warning for those who are sensitive to that but it's like yeah he was raised by and exploited by cultists since uh childhood and then you know essentially brainwashed and manipulated so then when he finally became uh free of the situation there was he was like he became a borderline sociopath (laughs) because he doesn't understand what it's like to be a real human being yeah right so he doesn't even have like he doesn't have things like remorse or like regret or like if if he hurts another person or like even his approach towards spirits and ghosts it's like well they are unpleasant so i should get rid of them right it's like he doesn't think like oh that was like the The spirit is like a tortured spirit and I should have some kind of mercy or sympathy. Right. He, he thinks very straightforward because he was raised in that way and there was nobody else to tell him any different. And so because he went that way for so long, he still is kind of stuck in that, in that mental state that he still lacks a lot of like basic human emotion and sympathy So that's also um, something Mikado has to kind of like express to Rehito that he's like, you can't you can't like be this way because it's not more like it's not socially and morally like really correct. Like it's not very human for you to just assume you can just hurt another person or like feel this kind of emotion Um, this negatively because it's really bad you know so Mikado Mikado is is a real MVP in this series too because he he carries a lot of uh you know he carries a lot of uh plot weight here (laughs) he he really drives the plot because he's the one who's just like y'all calm down like he's just like we can work this out (laughs) You know? yeah. he calms down a lot of of the situation even though he's like terrified 90 percent of the time because he's like i don't want to be here but <laughs> but but here i am so wow but yeah everybody should watch it um the, the anime is really excellent i think the anime is really excellent i might change my mind once i read the manga but um from the viewpoint of me who has only watched up to like the the newest episode I think it's animated
1: very well and the and the voice acting is like mucho gusto it's like really oh. good. So um I'm going to have to read it first. I'm going to have to read it first because if I watch it I won't read it. I know myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, read it. Yeah, read it. Cuz you'll be like, "Oh no, I don't want to disappoint." Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> to well, disappoint. It's it's like, yeah, it's it's just like because like one of my favorite things to do is so well and this is where it's kind of like it's hit or miss when it comes to like like BL anime. Because I don't really consume a lot of BL anime Because I just in general with romance genre things I don't like watching them I like going at my own pace And like Mm -hmm. you know like consuming it Like by reading it So I can consume And like whereas like things that are more actiony Of course I want to see it animated That kind of thing So the fact that this one has both Yeah because that way you can hear the the sounds (laughs) Yeah the fact that this one has both I know that if I watch it I know if I watch it I'm not going to want to read it (laughs) So, yeah, I've been I've been meaning to like consume like it in some way, because like I said, it keeps popping up on my TikToks on my for you page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm like, looks so good. But now that you've explained it to me more and the fact that it like it has it shares like quite a few similarities with um, Gong Chan. I'm like, that's my bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like too, I like like we were kind of talking about, it's just like I enjoy supernatural things. I enjoy supernatural things, however, so much more when they make sense. Because like I get that like, oh yeah, ghosts are like a little bit nonsensical in themselves, but when you give like an actual storyline to it and not just be like, Oh, there's ghosts, it's like so much more believable and enjoyable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I like too like when um when when working with like spooky stuff and stuff like that in the BL genre it's really nice to have it actually play part in the plot and not just be like like I said like we talked like a little bit earlier like I do love when one of them's like a vampire or something like that but I love it even more when it's like actually makes sense for them or like there's a reason for them to be a vampire it's not just like mm-hmm. oh it's a vampire but also on the flip side I enjoy that from time to time where it doesn't make any sense and it's just there it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't get, yeah. Me, don't get me wrong
0: <laughs> Yeah, when you have like um an abs- it's like a little absurd kind of thing. I love I love absurdist things. So sometimes uh, I turn my brain off and I'm just like lol, like yeah, yeah this is yeah. really funny. Like um oh actually I'll uh I won't go too into it because it's kind of new. But um there's there's a webtoon a VL webtoon called what is Wolf Wolf I think that's what it's called. What? It's literally like it's literally about <laughs> this guy's a a werewolf. So <gasps> um he. <laughs> Yeah yeah and one of them, one of them's human. But um obviously they're like very attracted to each other and like the the humans just like I just want to sleep with him once, right? Cuz he's hot. And the werewolf um is immediately like, "Oh, he's like my type and stuff though." But the problem is, he can't really control when he turns into a werewolf. It it has to like if it if there's a full moon, if he's excited, if he's, you know, if he's a little like oh. um, if his emotions <laughs> run a little high, he just turns into like a full-on like Giant red dog Clifford, but not just joking about Clifford. But he is like a really big red wolf. The,
1: the way that this person tagged, tagged this, tagged it. No, like I'm mean, Somebody's like has a list of like you know, um, series that they recommend, and the tags on this one. Look, uh, it, it, oh. it. What can I say that like? What, what am I allowed to say? That's not like.
0: Um, <laughs> you can say whatever. Actually, okay. you can say whatever. Um.
1: Okay, so it has, like, the basics where it's, like, BL, smut, handsome, blah, blah, blah. And then it, it, like, it says both attractive, which is interesting, muscle, and then it has doggo and a really weird emoticon of, like, this oh, no. n- this man with wiggly eyebrows. And then it says, it says, it's, <laughs> it says fluffy cock. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: That could mean anything. Just, that could mean anything. So I'm a little <laughs> though, yeah. What are you trying to get me
1: to read? They look hot though. But what are you trying to get me to read? What does that mean? Sorry, that baby. That
0: me, that's gonna make me laugh all night. <laughs> oh lord. You can say whatever on here. It's it's a well, it's a safe place. That.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it seems like it's got some uh, really good, really good reviews. <laughs> Well, I'm glad.
0: Yeah, if you want to read a silly like a silly one, that one seems pretty pretty hilarious.
1: Oh, I love. Um, I don't
0: know how how deep that one's gonna go, um, but I do love. Like, I do need comedy every once in a while. I think actually that's a that's a good point to end on (laughs) on this
1: episode. You really want to end it? Oh no! (laughs) Yeah, I.
0: Oh no! Anyway, before before we, we hope. Sorry, I can't (laughs) stop laughing. (laughs) Before we go, no. um, do you have anything you want to plug? I can't, Danny? <laughs> I don't say plug after we said fluffy <laughs>
1: Um, I'm, I'm Hail Cakes on anything. I don't, I can't think right now. It's on anything. Oh my God. Thank you for having me on. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thank you for being my guest today to talk about uh wild and spoopy boy love. <laughs> As usual, you can find me on A Fish Planet at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Find me on YouTube at Leo's Notebook. And you can find me streaming on Twitch sometimes at Borealis Lola. Bye. I want to thank my guest for today, Danny, a.k.a. Hellcakes. Keep on smooching. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay well, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Pew, 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 pew. Bye!